Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Friday, October the 30th, 2020. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. We are talking about how to be more adaptable to stress less, which I've touched on stress before many times, and I think this will be a nice little remix of some of the things we know to put ourselves in a good headspace. And obviously, you know, 2020 has uh, not been ideal for a lot of us. And uh, I'm going to dig into that in depth here in a second. But before I do, I've been sitting on my butt for about the last six hours. It's 4.30. I haven't worked out yet, which is annoying. But I did it to myself, I guess. Uh, no, I've been working on our, our 50 Days of Fitness Fat Loss Challenge, which is our annual uh, program we run the last 50 days of the year. I think we've done this for seven years in a row now. And we do a new iteration every single year just to try to make it better. And initially I started it because I used to just kind of eat uh, and drink like complete shit. More so the eating than the drinking um, years ago. Even when I was a fitness pro the first couple years, I kind of just... Because I live in the, the fitness competing world, right? So you'd step on stage, you'd be completely shredded, then you kind of eat like shit. It's kind of a binge, eat healthy cycle, which is obviously not healthy to do for you physically, mentally, or even emotionally. And it would kind of take the holidays to do, you know, bulking, right? Which basically was just a, a code word for you're going to eat like shit because it's wintertime. You're not going to have your shirt off as much and there's not a lot of jobs coming your way and you can just kind of do whatever. And it got to the point where I'm just like, man, this is not healthy. I would just feel so just basically like a bag of shit. I felt like garbage. And I'm like, how can I be a health professional and lead from the front if I'm doing this, you know, ridiculous, unhealthy pattern the last two months of the year? That's not what a leader should do. And that's how this program came about. And so from November 11th till December 31st, we do this 50 days of fitness challenge. And you don't, it doesn't have to be about fat loss. It doesn't have to, that's, we, we put that name on there because it's sexy and it sells, but the reality is it's just keeping you in a healthy space in terms of physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional fitness. And if you look at some of the studies, right? So again, you have 11 days to register for it. If you want the, the links in our Instagram bio, we'll do a podcast discount code uh, for you guys if you want to get down with us. And again, it can be done anywhere. We do 50 days of fitness, right? So we're doing, there's 50, you know, training sessions. I think there's like 25 unique workouts. We cycle them through to see how you do. Obviously, if you get better, get worse. The Sunday advanced Metcons are in there, all the Sundays, which admittedly is the first time we've done those in a program to see how they're going to work in the future. And we kind of beg, borrow, and steal from some of our other programs and and throw them together. And then I'm going to share all my stuff in there as well. So that's the program in a nutshell. But if you look at some of the studies, they show the average holiday weight gain could be between maybe, you know, seven and 10 pounds from Thanksgiving to New Year's. And so that'd be seven to 10 pounds of, of extra body fat you're packing on, which is a lot. And then there's other studies that show it's closer to three to five pounds of fat that we add over the holidays. But let's just say it's it's one to two pounds of fat between Halloween and New Year's. And those are pounds that are hard to lose, man. And if you do the math over the course of 10, 15 years, you're adding two pounds. Well, shit. It's 20 to 30 pounds of garbage weight, and that's kind of that creepy obesity, right? It kind of just creeps up on you, and a a lot of people I grew up with, that's what they put on, and I'm not judging anybody. If you're happy with where you're at, it's fine. 
But I think we think of fat loss as like, oh, I gained 20 pounds this week. It doesn't work that way. It's that two, three pounds a year, every year for 10 years, and here's where you're at, 30 pounds heavier. And it's not quality weight. It's garbage shit weight you don't want or need. Even one of the guys that I played with all the way through college, you know, the best of the best, college athletes, you know, they're tall, they're lean, they're ripped. They'd walk in here today and you'd be like, you played college sports? Because they look like a shell of what they used to because they gained three, four pounds a year, five pounds a year every year for 10 or 15 years. And they're, they're huge now. And honestly, what you do the other 10 months out of the year matters way more than these last two months. But why are you going to punt the last two months and just kind of mail it in and sacrifice so much of the effort and the hard work you've already put in? Because the sad reality is for most people, during the holidays, they overeat, overdrink, underexercise, which leads to weight gain, added body fat, being bloated, fatigued, feeling sluggish, not to mention the cold and flu sickness that goes with it. So if you can avoid that, why would you not? And that's what this program obviously came from. So we do a lot of accountability stuff in there. We have you pick the days that you're actually going to have fun and indulge. And I want you to. It's the holidays. Go crazy on Thanksgiving. Go crazy on Christmas. Go crazy on whatever other days are important to you and your family and your traditions. But just know it's not a pass to eat shit for 60 days. And then, oh, January, I'll get my stuff together. That's not a recipe for success. That's not what a healthy person does. And we're here to help you do that. So if you're interested, hit me up, podcast discount code, links in the IG bio, and that's what we'll, uh, that's what we'll get down with. And that's what I've been working on uh, the entire day today here. But I'm going to talk about uh, stress here for a second and uh, how to be more adaptable to, uh, to, to hopefully stress less. And again, I don't have an answer for everything, clearly. I'm, I'm just a, a gorilla in a warehouse doing my best to, to spread positivity. And as I'm actually doing this, my wife had just uh, sent me an email um, from uh, some of her people uh, in her company organization because she works obviously in, in hospitality and that industry has been hit, you know, as hard as any, I guess, during this because what what is business travel right now? And how many of you guys have taken the same amount of flights and stayed in the same number of resorts and hotels and done things that you normally do? I would venture very little, uh, if any, for some of you. And uh, it was a like a farewell uh, for now PDF of some of uh, you know, co-workers and stuff uh, of people who are either laid off or on furlough or, or got their jobs, you know, eliminated. And it's, um, it's just, it's sad to see and, and you hate to see it. And it's a stressful time for a lot of people. And it's, it's less than ideal, especially if you, you really get roped up into it. Um, in the world of the news and the media and, and social media and all of that, uh, jazz. And I, and I bring that up because I feel for them because obviously I, I get to hear it from her firsthand and see it. And I, I get to work here in the, in the fitness industry, which has been equally as, as crushed uh, by it and, and what it's done to uh, people and consumer confidence. And it is uh, stressful to uh, to listen to and see, and it, it's disheartening. And so that's why I keep trying to put out as much positive stuff as I can uh, on Facebook and LinkedIn and, you know, Instagram and Twitter and, and wear the positive t-shirts. Like if you're watching me on YouTube right now, and obviously if you come into our space, we keep it, you know, as positive as can be, because I think it helps. And I I think if you find yourself being stressed, uh, don't live on social media. If you want to pick a couple of people to follow that you think are great, I think that's a good idea. 
if you have a couple of podcasts you listen to, like maybe it's mine, and that uh, puts you in a better mood and uh, reminds you that you know you're in control of most of these things and what you consume, then then do that. But don't live on social. Don't get in arguments with people uh, on the internet. Don't don't watch the news, man. Please don't. It's not going to make you feel better. It's uh, fear sells. Facts don't. I've talked about it before. It just puts you in a a really shitty headspace and makes you feel like you know everything is crumbling and the world is ending and if that's always what you're looking at and getting into it's toxic and it uh it'll fuck with your head dude it really will and you're gonna find in a lot of these uh, uh platforms people arguing with each other over uh, differences of opinions and i don't understand that and this is not the, the point of this podcast but i just don't get why you would stress out because somebody doesn't have the same belief system you do. The, the beauty of, especially if you, and I know a lot of you are in different countries, but if you're in America, like, that's the beauty of being here. You can be free. You can say what you want. You can have differences of opinion, and you can still be friends. I am friends with so many people who are so different than me in every way possible. You, We don't always have to agree on everything, and we don't have to stress out about somebody thinking something different than us. The beauty of life is that other people have other ideas and other points of view, and I think that's why God gave you two ears and one mouth so you could listen more and speak less, and I try to do that. And funny enough, uh, the most popular thing we do now is this podcast, which is basically just me rambling on for the most part, uh, but in my normal life, when I'm not Jeremy Scott Fitness on the mic or in front of people... I don't talk a whole hell of a lot, and my wife can uh, can vouch for me on that. I don't speak much at all because I just try to listen, and I try to hear everybody, and I don't always agree, and I don't always have the same vision or the same thought processes, and you know, we all have our own biases based on who we are and, and who we associate with and, and talk to and how we grew up, but I try to listen, and I try to really do it with an open mind, and the reason I say I'm friends with people who are the opposite of me I have real good friends who are, you know, Packers fans, and I'm a Vikings fan. I got a Randy Moss poster right behind me. I got friends who think LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. I really do. I got friends who think who think Biggie is better than Tupac. Like, and again, I'm I'm giving you fun examples, but I have people who I'm friends with, very close, who we have very different uh, political beliefs. We have very different uh, religious beliefs. We have very different financial beliefs. We have different beliefs on nutrition, on fitness, on alcohol. We have we have, I have friends who who don't believe in firearms. They don't think they should even exist. And I grew up shooting guns since I was seven years old. And I believe in responsible gun ownership. I believe in the Second Amendment. Like it's okay to believe different things than other people. It actually what what makes the world great. It's what educates us and what opens up your mind. And you can have a stance, sure, but you don't have to be so visceral and so negative and and stress out about it and let, I can't believe so-and-so thinks this. Like, it's okay. You got to let that shit go. And I say it now and I share it now just for the fact of you find people in a weird, like very high stress kind of attention-filled state, especially, you know, now in America this probably a couple weeks uh, respectively and I've said this a million times it, it matters way more what happens at your house than the White House it matters way more what happens in your home on your street in your neighborhood in your community 
than what happens in D.C. or anywhere else. And to think that somebody out there is going to save you, they're not. You're going to have to do it yourself. You control what you think. You control what you listen to. You control what you watch. You control the people that you associate with, what you eat, what you drink, when you go to sleep, how you exercise. You control that. And it's okay if other people don't think the exact same thing you do. You can still be cool with them. My wife does love hip-hop. Even when we came out in our wedding, our wedding song was Tupac, California Love. We got married in California. And Tupac is my favorite uh, hip-hop artist of all time. He's the GOAT. I don't think it's debatable, but everybody has their opinion, and I respect that. But she loves country music way more than hip-hop. And when you walk into my house, 90% of the time it is country music, whether it's like, and I've learned all the names at this point, the Chris Stapletons, the Jason Aldeans, the Tim McGraws, the Kenny Chesneys, whatever it is, she's playing it. And uh, I would never play country music on my own. I would never choose to play country music. That is not something that is on any of my playlists. You'll never find me in here doing that. Yet, I love her. She's you know the most important person in my life. And we can still be married. We can still be great friends, even though we have different beliefs in music. And again, that's a fun example. But if you build on that and expand that to all the things people are arguing about today, you can still respect each other's belief systems even though you might not agree with them and you don't have to stress yourself out about them and that's the point of this podcast is when it comes to stressing less you're going to have to create a new approach you know and I'm playing off an article over at success.com which they put together a good piece on this because the old habits for managing stress leave us fragile miserable um, because they don't identify or, or face the root issue what's behind the pressure And much of the stress today stems from, I think, feeling less than. Uh, It's ingrained in the workplace. It's ingrained at home in nearly all public spaces. You know, the quote-unquote, you're not good enough is a poisonous phrase that spawns bad habits. And it leads people to stress eating, uh, stress substance abuse, poor sleeping habits. And and I even think, you know, if if you're talking about the environment now, like, you know, workaholic tendencies for a lot of people. And the toxic behavior bears the scars of previous generations who were slowly but surely becoming part of this, you know, uh, machine, if you will. And uh, we don't have to think or act like that anymore uh, because success is being redefined, at least the way that I define success, I think is far different than generations before me did. And in doing so, we empower ourselves Um, towards wellness and health and happiness as a metric of success as opposed to just oh you know we always have to be right and we always have to make money and we we don't have to do this and so I'm not saying don't ever stress stress is good it's it's natural it's healthy it's a part of life and while stress you know is inevitable um, there's a myriad of ways you can adapt to it and use it to your benefit. And I'm talking about good stress, like like you stress, like the stuff that, you know, if you are stressed about things, sometimes it means you care. It means you give a shit. Like when we create programs and launch new programs or I go give like a public speech or even when I do podcasts, which I think are important, I'm not saying I'm, I have anxiety about them, but I stress a little bit in the fact of like, I want them to be good. And what I mean good is I want them to actually help people. I want them to 
be able to understand the message that I'm saying. And it's coming from a place, not of judgment, but a place of like caring. And I give a shit because again, I am just like everybody listening out there. Like we all, we're all the same dude from the, the richest to the poorest to the most famous to the guy nobody knows. We're all the same. We all have these same kind of human, human needs where we all get scared. We all uh, get nervous. We all get happy. We all get sad. We all get hungry, thirsty, horny, you name it. Like we're all very similar. And I share things to hopefully put you in a good space, in a good headspace. So you're stressing in ways that can help you. Stressing for things you care about that bring a positive outcome, not the, the stress that makes you sick to your stomach and makes you think that, you know, you're having a heart attack or makes you shit your pants. You know what I'm talking about? That, that crippling stress that leaves your brain just in a, a jumble of shit. And admittedly, we can all fall guilty into that. I can as well. There's been days this year, I probably, I'm trying to, I don't know the days specifically. There's probably like three, three days total this year where like all this stuff is going on. I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? And I just feel like, you know, your breathing changes a little bit. You almost kind of feel like this tightness in your chest. It just kind of like you're sweating. You just feel not normal, right? And I just, I hate that feeling. So the goal when that happens is engaging in in healthier choices to, to better suit the human experience, right? Like embracing change, adapting a go with a flow attitude and being flexible are all skills that have been highly underrated because stress crumbles in the face of those people who can look at it more positively and those who, you know, understand adaptability is key. And Amelia, it's been tough, you know, even for me this year, because I am a planner, I'm a type A person, I like my routine. And there's been a lot of, you know, wrenches thrown in my shit, and I've done the best I can to pivot along the way, albeit some of this, I believe is ridiculously unfair and fucking stupid in terms of uh, business stuff that has gone on uh, with decisions the government has made and those things. But I've tried to remain positive the best I can and not, you know, sound like a whiny asshole, um, all while delivering the best experience I can to all of the people here that work with us, everybody online and all of you listening. And obviously, the reason life can feel stressful is because we allow it to feel that way. You know, we choose stress. We really do. Um, Everything just happens. And then how we react to it and feel about it is, is what happens to us. Things are happening all the time. And some of them you care about and some of them you don't. So that means like we create our own realities, whether we like it or not. We are creating our own world, whether we like it or not. You want to stress less? All you have to do is change how you think and react to the incoming stressors, which again, oh, Jeremy, easier said than done. Yeah, I know it is. Trust me, bro. I'm a work in progress too, just like you guys. But integrating and adapting just means, you know, altering a few habits, which can be done in less time than you might expect. And as long as you're willing to be consistent with your practice, you'll be okay. You have to channel your energies towards a life with less crappy stress and watch your enjoyment go through the roof in the process. And the first thing I'll tell you, know that everything is temporary. I, I say this to my wife all the time. Nothing's permanent. Uh, I said to my, my mom and, uh, and Dave are considering moving here. Um, if he gets a different job and they sell their house and do all these other things, and it's obviously more expensive here than where they live. And, you know, they, uh, they're stressed like anybody. It's normal. It's natural. But uh, I always say, I'm like, nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. Things are always changing, whether we like them or not. And you got to realize that nothing can stay the same forever. 
life does not work on the principles of just staying the same over and over and over again. The only constant thing is change, you know, and uh, whether you like it or not, things are always changing. You're always getting older, softer, and wrinklier, so that's going, you know. Um, and when you're able to embrace that philosophy, anything that comes your way is going to be, you know, less stress-inducing, I think. And you got to remind yourself, um, this is temporary, and it shall pass. Regardless of how intense the stress is, and the more you engage this pattern, the sooner you're going to slip into a mental space that's much more relaxing and stable. And again, I've had to tell myself this, remind myself this over and over and over again multiple times this year. But you can as well. It, um, you just got to catch yourself when you're tripping. Like sometimes I'll do it. I'm like, man, Jeremy, you're tripping right now. You're thinking like some doomsday scenario. You're thinking 19 negative steps down the road. And admittedly, it's, it's hard not to, knowing all the bullshit um, I've had to chew on this year. But I really try to just stay optimistic and plan ahead as best I can. And I don't, you know, plan for the, the worst case scenarios. I try to just plan for, you know, the what ifs and then just be uh, optimistic and work as hard as I can during this time. The next thing, you just got to breathe. Um, breathing is the ability to flow and move with ease. And that's a, that's a prime example of you just being adaptable. And we don't pay much attention to our breathing. But, you know, breath work is proven to be a technique to reduce stress. Um, based on yoga principles, it can reduce stress in a matter of minutes. Um, it can help alleviate stress, realign the nervous system. And that, including, you know, positive affirmations as part of your breath work, can help boost results. Meditation is also awesome. I'm not telling you you can just go outside and say there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds. No, sometimes there's fucking weeds. And uh, you got to pull them. Or you got to cut them or chop them down or move around them or whatever you have to do. You have to be able to shift and pivot. But I think if you can integrate breath work into that, it's going to make the stress at least dissipate a lot quicker. The next thing, be an optimal optimist. Focus on what can go well, not what can go wrong. Focus on what can go well. Not what can go wrong. Being non-reactive by changing language is a tool that builds better habits and reduces stress. Instead of saying, I'm so stressed, I can't manage this, it's too much. How about go for like a more uplifting phrase like, this is a challenge I can manage. And go into it with great confidence. And while it might be strange and feel weird at first because you're selling yourself a line of bullshit because you really do believe you are too stressed... The more you practice the kind of that positive self-talk, the more it becomes natural. And shifting the negative thinking to positive is kind of this alchemy that has to start in the mind before it manifests itself into reality. So tell your brain what to think. Don't let it control you, which again, easier said than done. But if you simply just change your language, you can change your reality. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it has to start there. You have to be like the optimal optimist on everything. And you just can't keep saying negative shit over and over and over. You have to be as, as positive as you can be. Be a realist for sure. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, sit here and blow rainbows and sunshine up your ass because that's not reality. But when you're being overly negative and telling yourself it's worse than it is and nothing will ever change and will never get better and your life is completely shit, what do you think is going to happen? Nothing good. Next one. Accept that failure is essential. 
It's not awesome to hear. It's not fun. Uh, I don't like failing any more than you guys do, and it failed a lot, and it sucks balls. And I try not to repeat the same mistakes over and over and over again. So obviously accepting failure is a part of the process and the evolution towards you stressing less is key. Learning and I'll put it this way. Learning happens really only when you fail. If you're always winning, you don't really have to go back and audit much. You just kind of win and you move on. Uh, I don't think you watch as much game tape on the games you won by 40 points as the games you lost by 10. So learning happens from failing. And each mistake is a lesson about how to do something better in the future. And don't beat yourself up over mistakes and don't be your own harshest critic. And as a matter of fact, like, look at them as like stepping stones or ladders uh, propelling you towards your best self in the future, the future badass you. And when you embrace certain levels of failure, your body adapts, which will help you push beyond your growth edges, pass your comfort zone into something new. Now, again, if you're failing at everything all the time and you're just always losing, well, you might have to adjust some things obviously there, but you guys get what I'm saying there. The, the learning process happens from losses and you lose enough, you start winning more and more and more and you start stressing less and less and less and you build this confidence in yourself that you didn't have before. The next thing, find your space. Set up a system that bolsters the fundamentals of flexibility. Again, like yoga or your daily you know, mindfulness practices. You can also foster adaptability by changing small habits or routines, increasing your wellness through better sleep, better eating habits, getting your workout in, or walking at least 10,000 steps per day. And while in the middle of a change, you notice how your mind and body responds. Then you can keep this control of what your mind says and teach your body how to stay calm and engage in this kind of positive reinforcement, building confidence during these mindfulness practices. That's why I do believe fitness is so therapeutic, and I do believe fitness is essential. Now more than ever, even in places where they're like, oh, we're closing all the gyms down and we can't do this stuff. I'm like, it just, it, I don't really think the, a lot, and again, I'm going to say this obviously, and I have a bias here because I own a fitness facility and I love the people coming in here and I like training them. And it's literally been one of the most painful things to, to feel this and see it and, and have to build it back and, and live through it. And so, yeah, there's a bias here and I'm saying this. Um, these policymakers who are like all the, on these gyms should be closed. I'm like, it's based on not, not data. There, there's not science behind that. And you don't understand what it's doing to people's physical health, but their mental health and their social health and the community interaction to it and having somebody be there for them and the accountability factor and the sense of community, it's huge. And these practices help people. This is their a form of escapism. This is their form of uh, mindfulness. This is their form of release. It's a stress reliever. It puts them in a good space for the rest of the day. And when you strip that away, it's detrimental to them. Uh, the stress for a lot of people is too much to bear. And so I am a fan of finding healthy spaces uh, that work for you. And that means both physical and mental spaces. Now, I'm going to wrap this up real quick and talk about the flexibility fundamentals. And the flexibility fundamentals include, number one, life is in a constant state of flux. Just understand that. Number two, 
the quicker we realize this, the better, that the only thing staying the same is always changing. Change is the only constant. Number three, the better we become at adapting to whatever life throws our way is based on if we understand that things are always changing. And the sooner we can accept life as it is, the better off we're going to be. And we understand life is an ever-changing series of actions and emotions that guide, push, and challenge us to be our best selves. And admittedly, this has probably been a very stressful time of year for a lot of people and one of the most challenging on a multitude of levels. And if you're still listening to me today, it hasn't killed you yet. It's only planted you. You thought it would bury you. And only plans you guys to grow into the badass version you are today. You're still waking up every single day, putting in effort, and kicking ass along the way. And we thrive with motivation. And you can be your biggest cheerleader by engaging in small acts of self-kindness every single day. That's why I always talk about not being your own worst enemy. And what I want you guys to do is, you know, print some things out um, at your home in your office that can be, you know, gentle reminders on how to reduce stress and they can put you in a good headspace. And if I look around my office here, we have a lot of things that, you know, put me in a good mood. And if I look around the office, just, I'm going to read some of the things here just so you guys can see. And if you ever come to my office, you'll see this. Obviously right next to me, I have this Ron Swanson pyramid of greatness. If you ever watched Parks and Recs, I would urge you to because it's, um, it's a game changer. And uh, as I look around the room, I have like a Michael Scott quote, you know, just pooping. You know how I be. And obviously that's not motivational, but it's funny. And when you read it, you're not stressed about it. I have my stepbrothers in their tuxedos above my door. And every time I walk out the door, I read it. And it's like, we're here to fuck shit up as they're going into their job interview. It's funny. But we do have a multitude of motivational quotes like around the room. Things we can see and read from Bruce Lee, Muhammad Ali, um, some famous movie quotes, David Goggins right behind me. And I look at this every single day when I walk in the office, it's, it's right in between our desks. And it's David Goggins saying, find a fucking way. Stop making excuses on why you can't get something done. And I look at these things and I see them over and over and over again. And there are these positive affirmations that I'm just reading. They're quotes, they're ingrained in my brain. The Kobe Bryant one that's right above him. If you're afraid to fail, then, you've, then you're probably going to fail. Kobe Bryant. I have tons of these all over the place. And it's just a constant reminder for me to be engaging in these funny, lighthearted, motivational, self-kindness acts and not getting down on myself and falling into the stress balls of shit like most people find themselves doing. So understand, accept life as it is and know it's forever changing. Practice your breath work regularly. Slow yourself down. Turn off your music. Turn off your TV. Go somewhere by yourself for five minutes and just breathe. Do your personal alchemy and be as non-reactive as possible to everything. And understand you're in control, not the rest of the world. You don't have to take on all the world's problems. That's why I'm not a fan of the news. You're watching all this shit around you go crazy and they're only showing you the worst things in the world. And again... I've talked about this before. Yeah, there's shitty people in every industry. And there's things in this country that, you know, people will they'll show police brutality. They'll show things with cops. Do we need to get rid of some shitty cops? For sure. Is there things they need to improve on? 100%. They're humans. They, they fail. They make mistakes. 
but I'm sure every single day there's hundreds of thousands of interactions with the police. And I'm not justifying anything any police officer has ever done. There's some horrific shit I've seen and it's terrible and I don't approve of it. I go, but for every one of those, there's hundreds of thousands of positive interactions that are going on that are not shared. And that just doesn't go for police officers. That goes for people in schools. That goes for, you know, people, oh, so-and-so argued with me at Starbucks and they got into a screaming match and they got kicked out of the store because they didn't want to do this. For every one of those, there's 100,000 positive things going on. For every negative shit news story, there's 100,000 positive ones that don't make the news, that don't get reported. Because why? Fear sells and the facts don't. We don't see all the amazing, positive, nice, kind-hearted, awesome shit that's going on every single day. We just don't. The people who are the most positive, for some reason, are not as vocal. And they're not getting the platforms. And it's not being promoted as much. So understand, you're in control of that. If you see something awesome, tell somebody. If you like somebody's Instagram video, comment, like it, share it. If you like this podcast, comment, like it, share it. Do these things repeatedly with friends, with family, with coworkers to spread more positivity and more amazing things in the world instead of so many negative things that are out there. And if you find yourself only watching negative stuff, my friends, you're watching the wrong shit. You're listening to the wrong shit. The last two things, just make mistakes and don't take yourself so seriously when you're making them and set up good habits that uphold adaptability concepts. Again, it's just a quick rant on things you can do to understand you can be more adaptable to stress and you can use certain stress in your life to make you more productive and more positive and you don't have to always buy into everything. You don't have to always be checking on things that are making you feel a certain way. If you're watching stuff and listening to stuff and talking to people that are making you feel anything less than positive and good, why are you doing that? You are in control of what you see, what you listen to, and who you interact with. So take a second here today. Stop and say, you know what? Every time I log on to this, I feel shittier. I get sucked in. I start scrolling. I start clicking. Every time I listen to this, it makes me feel anxious. It makes me feel stressed. Every time I watch this, I get an icky feeling. You don't have to do that. You are in control of this. And no, when you're having a shit day, Everything's temporary. You just got to breathe. You got to be the optimal optimist. You got to accept that failure is going to happen along the way. You're going to have some shitty days. They have to exist to have good days. And you got to find your space, man. You got to find a good physical space, a good mental space, and a good emotional space. And for some of you guys, if you're out there, a good spiritual space. And you got to integrate those every single day. And you have to find your center and you got to find a place where you can pause and calm down and put yourself in a position to be successful and be happy. And not surround yourself with vampires and energy sucks and negative shitstorms. Again, this is all simple stuff we all should know. And everybody listening to me is smart enough to know this, yet you probably find yourself going down the rabbit hole of things that are not putting you in a good mood and that are stressing you out unnecessarily. And when you look back on this, hopefully a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, you'll be like, wow, I was really tripping about that and I didn't need to be. I really stressed out about that and it wasn't necessary. I was really just going bonkers and I'm like, I didn't need to do that. I could have done it differently. So if you find yourself right now being guilty of any of these things or feeling a certain kind of way, you don't have to. 
your perception is your reality. You're going to create the world that you live in and nobody else is. So hopefully that made sense. And uh, you guys take it for what it is and uh, put some of these into play. And uh, don't let uh, don't let the stress of, of life kind of beat you down, even though it can be uh, less than fun right now during this time of year. And just know uh, you're in control. And uh, that's the beauty of it. You're, you're the author of your book. You're the CEO of your business, and you can rewrite it, and you can manage it any way you choose to. I truly do believe that, and that's the beauty of uh, that's the beauty of being human. You can change your mindset, and it only takes a second to do it. So, again, reminder: 50 Days of Fitness Challenge kicking off here in 11 days. If you guys are interested, I'm happy to give you a small podcast discount code. Link is in my Instagram bio right now. It's going to come out of my newsletter every single day from the second all the way to the tenth, and then we kick off on the eleventh. And we'll crush with you guys the last 50 days of the year. So if you need anything before that, obviously hit me up. I think I'm going to get Heather back on the podcast tomorrow as well. And if you happen to be in iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Go to your podcast app on your iPhone. Scroll your finger all the way down. It'll take like 20 seconds. Click five star. Leave me a comment. I truly would appreciate it. And if you want to share this with a friend or family member, you think you can help them stress less, maybe put them in a better headspace, please do that. We all need to hear some positive things right now. And even if they're just reaffirming things we already know are nice reminders or a nice kick in the ass to, hey, stop being a, a negative Nancy, then please do that. I think you can do way more harm than good. So I'm tired. I got to work out still. So I appreciate you guys. I'll be back tomorrow with her on a detailed episode, a lot of Q&A stuff. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you guys. I truly do appreciate it. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you don't, it's 100% free and we're loading stuff there basically every single week. So all that's there for you guys for free. So thank you guys. Appreciate you. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, keep doing shit you love, people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.